Good morning. We really are proud of our graduates. And at each campus, our graduates have worn their robe. And so I encourage you, I invite you, that after service, you approach them and say congratulations and pray a blessing over them. We are really very proud of you. And um, it may be that some of us probably witnessed some of their baptisms and, and committed to be part of their lives then, and now we get to witness them graduating from high school and entering the next step of their phase. And so we as a church continue, we have that commitment with God of loving and blessing and supporting you. And so again, church, I invite you to do that. And I don't know, maybe they're shy, but I just did it. So <laughs> this sermon title for today is Contentment. And our reading is from Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 3. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith our ancestors received approval by faith. We understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. Will you pray with me? Holy divine, we thank you because your Holy Spirit has been with us as we've sung and prayed. Thank you for your presence. And now we pray that you sit with us, that you open our hearts and our minds to a fresh word, that you bless us, God. And Lord, I pray that as I stand on this holy ground, that you clean my lips with the coal from your altar, my mind and my heart, that it be your word, God, much, much, much more of you and less of me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It may seem like this scripture read on faith does not correspond with the sermon title contentment. Maybe because many times when we read scripture on faith, we only focus on what is next through faith, rather than on what already is through faith. On the other hand, sometimes if I say I am content, it could sound like I am saying that I am done, it is sufficient, I need no more. But in Spanish, the, the word contentment translates into contento, contenta, and we use it very often. I am happy, estoy contenta, the child is happy, el niño está contento. Contentment means happy. And so, although it may seem like the scripture does not correspond with contentment, again, because many times when we read scripture on faith, we only focus on what is next through faith rather than on what already is through faith. And that is a mistake, church. We need to be careful. In this society of consumerism, our minds can be so much on what is next 
that we may miss out on what is in front of us now. We, we then miss out on rejoicing and being grateful to God for the miracle of the moment. We need to have faith, trust in God and what is next so that then we can be content with what already is and rest on it. We cannot claim to be people of faith if our energy is mainly drained on ambitions of the next. We need to have faith and conviction, trust in God, and know that he is already working on our tomorrow, even if we cannot see it. We learn to trust God. When we learn to trust God, creator, we can rest on that faith and enjoy the moment. Be happy. Exhale. Be content with the miracle, the blessing that is now. Verse 1 says, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. And that word assurance means guarantee. Through Jesus, we have the guarantee of life in abundance. So if you and I have faith, we should also be content and be aware of what God has provided now. Be joyful for it, celebrate it, and be grateful. Because with Christ, Philippians 4.13 says, with Christ, all things are possible who strengthens me. And that abundance in all things is not referring to material goods. The author of Hebrews is unknown. Scholars and theologians, were, they're still trying to discover who wrote Hebrews. And some think it was Paul, but it's not confirmed. What is known or understood is that Hebrews is, is written a sermon. It's a sermon. And it is written for a persecuted people, the early church. They were Christians, people who were incarcerated and persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. They were also less than citizens under Rome. They were humiliated people, intimidated people, and threatened. Hebrews 10, verses 34 through 36 reads, For you had compassion for those who were in prison. Some Christians were imprisoned. And you cheerfully, cheerfully accepted the plundering of your possessions, knowing that you yourselves possessed something better and more lasting. That's referring to the faith in Christ. Do not, therefore, abandon that confidence of yours. It brings great reward. For you need endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. That assurance from none other than Christ himself, church. It brings confidence, faith for treasures like dignity in the midst of rejection, hope for opportunity. Our high school graduates, that hope for opportunity, daily bread for our soul, daily shelter in his presence, 
The miracle of joy, yes, the miracle of joy in the midst of persecution. Peace, even in the midst of uncertainty. Because church, let me tell you something. One can be content in the midst of need. One can be happy in the midst of need. When we have faith, assurance, conviction that the almighty God has our past, present, and future in his creating hands, then we have nothing to stress for. Hebrews 10.23 reads, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess. For he, Jesus Christ, who promised is faithful. Jesus has guaranteed us hope, peace, daily bread, joy, salvation, reconciliation with the divine. See, these are the things, these are the things that truly make us happy, that truly make us content. In third world countries, Maybe some of you have had the opportunity to travel or serve abroad. I have had the opportunity to serve abroad. We see that even in the midst of material poverty, somehow there are smiles. There is wisdom. There's depth of life. There are strong relationships. There is unity. And yes, there is happiness. It is amazing because although they have material need, they live happy lives. And I am careful saying that because I am someone who believes in transforming the world into the kingdom of God. But yet somehow, and I know how, they are happy. And you know why? Because they get it. They understand that happiness comes from faith in Jesus Christ. True happiness and contentment, the most valuable thing we could ever need and want, is already given to us. Remember that the word content means happy. And although we may not always be satisfied, because it is good to work and strive for growth, we can still be happy with what already is. Optimism is a virtue, and, and I am intentional about practicing it. And I think what influenced me was seeing how hard my mother worked. Uh, as a Mexican immigrant, a single mother of four, I saw in her someone with discipline and dreams. I also saw in her someone that was grateful to God for every single meal that we ate. So early on, I learned to be content. That did not mean that I did not believe in progress. Okay, graduates, I don't want later on, well, Pastor Rocio mom said that I need to be happy, so I am content. That's not what I'm talking about, being happy in the process of growth. Being happy in the process of growth. And so I knew that what I had in the moment as a child was what my, what my mom could provide with great effort and love. So I was grateful. 
And I knew not to ask for more. I'm not telling you this so that you can feel sorry for me. On the contrary, my mom, with great effort and faith, taught me to be content every step of the way towards progress and growth. Even in the little steps, equally with the big steps. Being content and grateful to God for that. We have our Monroe campus, from which we have wonderful ministries like Homework Help and ESL, and we hold bilingual worship services there on Sundays at 6 p.m. We started that two years ago from zero. Uh, there was no one, Pastor Leroy, myself, some people, some of you, and, and thank you for that, from, from this campus would go and support us, but there was no one from the local community so when, on Sunday, the first five people from the local community attended worship, let me tell you, we celebrated. When five families attended worship on Sunday, we danced. And just this weekend, uh, last night, we returned from our very first uh, spiritual retreat from that campus. It was a family, designed to be family, spiritual retreat. And we had 43 people attend that spiritual retreat. Praise be to God. And let me tell you, I am truly happy in my soul for what God is doing. We started giving music classes a year ago with the faith of a praise band. And when the first young man learned to keep a basic beat, we danced and worshiped with him. That beautiful imperfection. Because let me tell you something, church. Sometimes we stress and have anxiety. And the truth is that we are all imperfect. There's only one perfect. And that is Jesus Christ, whom we find guarantee from. Again, I'm not saying we should not strive to grow. But that it not steal from us that happiness and joy of celebrating the growth itself. So being content towards the journey of growth, having faith, Jesus has already guaranteed it, church, so enjoy it. Enjoy today. Enjoy lunch after service. Dance. Be happy. Be content. God has your back. It may be that the thing that you are stressing over at the moment may not even be necessary. And yet it is making you lose the opportunity of enjoying the miracle of the moment, of being truly present in spirit and in truth with your children, capturing that smile of a little child, having a conversation with a loved one, being in the presence of God as we worship, as we walk in the park, whatever it is, you, fishing, gardening, working, God is omnipresent and with us everywhere we go and strengthening our steps. So our invitation for us as a church this morning is that we bring to the feet of Christ who has guaranteed abundance in our lives. All those things that we hope for, 
all those things that we sometimes stress over, all those dreams that we have, all the labor that we carry, whether it's at work, at school, at home, whatever it may be, we bring them to the feet of Christ who guarantees us abundance and having faith in that. And it may be when we do that, as we do that, Christ may say, you know, Rocio, you really don't need that. And I have to be okay with that. That's having faith. Trusting God. Trusting Jesus Christ. When we do that, we are able to exhale. Breathe in the Spirit of God, the breath of life, and enjoy the miracle of the moment. Let us pray, church. Jesus, we bring to you all of our hopes, all of our dreams, all of our concerns, all of our anxiety, all of our stress, all of our ambitions, both good and maybe some that you need to correct us with, God. And Lord, that, that we leave them here, all that is weighing on us, in your creating hands, for it is there that we know that your, your will is good and beautiful and perfect. And God, we pray that as we continue to grow as people in your presence, in your word, in love, in humbleness, in joy, that you instill in us happiness even more so, that you instill in us contentment as we rest in our faith in you, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Christ of all of us. We thank you for this day. We thank you because we are here in your house right now. And Lord, I pray a blessing over all of our homes. That you be in every corner and space of our house, God. With our children, our family, and that your abundance be on our table as we feast with happy and joyful hearts. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.